Hi, welcome to the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and for today's episode, we are going to be recapping episode 4 of season 13 of The Bachelorette. We're going to be talking about why Lee is such a snake, why Iggy is the new Gretchen Wieners, and why Dean is my new boyfriend. And we're also going to be diving into the whole Bachelor in Paradise drama, scandal, everything that happened. And I was able to con my husband Alex into being on this episode with me, so stay tuned. It should be a good one. All right. Hi. Okay, so I have Alex with me. Hello. Yet again. One more time. The world's biggest Bachelor fan. (laughs) That's me. Everyone that knows Alex (laughs) knows that he loves The Bachelor. Um, Just a couple things to talk about i guess before we get going um because we have a lot to talk about tonight on the pod we are recording this on a tuesday it's not actually gonna go up until wednesday until tomorrow but you know what what else is new every single week i say that i'm gonna post on tuesday and it just never works out i like i had the illusion in my mind that i'd be able to like do this podcast like while piper naps but Turns out there's, like, other things that I have to do while she naps, and I can't devote, like, an hour out of my day to talking to myself about The Bachelor when, like, I should be doing the dishes or something. Who knows? Maybe I'll get, like, bougie soon, and I'll, like, hire a babysitter for one hour a week. Or, like, my parents. My parents actually live in Vegas. We didn't move here because they live here, but it just happened to, like, work out that way. And one more quick side note. It was 117 out today. It was like the record hot. high. Very hot. But it kind of reminded me of our wedding day. Because on our wedding day, it was 117. At night. At night. Like at our reception. It was. I'm from like the desert. I'm from like Death Valley-ish area. And not Death Valley. I don't know what you call it. I'm from like Palm Springs area in California. And it's effing hot there. And on our wedding day, and, like, at our, like, reception at night and stuff, it was 117. And I think Alex's family definitely had a little grudge against me (laughs) for a couple months. Until I, like, gave them, like, the first Bram baby, I think everyone was like, oh, that's the girl that made us go down to the desert in the middle of August and had us burn our booties off anyway i digress it was really hot here today sorry that there's no podcast posted on tuesday this is probably going to be a wednesday deal now please still listen um but yeah so does a little bit more like housekeeping i guess about the podcast um there was no episode last week for two reasons number one being there's no episode of the bachelor last week and because of like the NBA finals or something stupid Go like NBA. that, Go I bet, NBA. I bet no one watched it. I bet ABC is so bummed that they didn't take that opportunity to put the Bachelorette on. They would have gotten so many more um, ads placed, and it would have really been a good business move for them to play that instead of the NBA finals. I don't know. They should start taking my advice soon. I. I sure tweet them enough, all of my opinions. They should start listening. Um, but we did record a special like bonus episode last week, 
and I never got around to editing it because it was like a more complex episode to edit because like Piper's crying in the background and I like tried some like new editing things with it and as I stated before it's been a busy week I haven't had time to edit by myself I've been trying to take care of this baby that we have so I'm just gonna post both of the episodes at the same time so you have a double whammy you can listen to this Bachelor podcast, but we also did a fun episode. Is fun the right word? Informative. A fun and informative episode about why uh, me and Alex are Mormon and why we love being Mormon and why we have stayed being Mormon. Um, so yeah, so today you got a two for one, but there was no episode last week. And number two is I just want to know if there's anything that people want to hear about. I got, believe it or not, people actually do listen to this podcast. Um, over time, it has, pe- people have listened to it, which is something that was more than I could expect. And I've gotten a couple requests on Twitter, surprisingly, even from people that I don't know, asking me to review like a TV show or something. Oh, Are you fun. so proud of me? Very proud. And... It's really funny because I could be like, there hasn't been a show. I mean, only like four people have like done this to me. But like pretty much everything that people ask me to look into, I've already watched because I watch way too much TV. So there will be a general TV review episode coming up soon. But if there's anything that you want me to talk about, I could either just chat with you on Twitter about it. I'm at Mary Person on there and I'm always down for a chat. I just want to chat with everyone that's why the podcast is called this or i could talk about it on the podcast so if there's anything you want to hear tweet me all right now that that's all out of the way there's a lot that we need to go over in the bachelor world alex is if you can't tell by my sarcastic tone earlier alex is not that into the bachelor but since this has been such a crazy week he is probably like Like, I would say that I'm expert level in my bachelor knowledge because I have, like, too much free time. Or, not free time, but I have allocated my time poorly towards the bachelor franchise. But I talk about it so much where I'm at, like, expert level. Alex is, like, advanced level. Wow. I would just say by association. Like, (laughs) just because you listen to me so Uh much about it. Um... So, another surprising thing has been that with all this Bachelor in Paradise scandal, people, again, have, like, tweeted me and asked me my opinions. I've felt like a detective this week. Like, I've been constantly on the Bachelor group chat. I've been on, like, so many, like, Twitter threads and stuff, like, talking about the whole, like, scandal. And people have asked me my opinion on it. So, I thought that I would just kind of, like, lay it out here instead of writing out more 140 character tweets about it so just a summary of like what happened with this whole bachelor in paradise scandal just in case you haven't heard about it it really is like a sucky sticky situation and i think even though as of today we have a little bit of closure i still feel like gross about it um just because it is still kind of open-ended But basically, the lowdown is they started filming 
the season of Bachelor in Paradise a little over a week ago. They had all the cast go down to Mexico and they began filming. And on June 4th, which was the first day of filming, there was some kind of incident that happened with, and this is all like allegedly, but allegedly Corinne and Demario were both super drunk, like super intoxicated, and they hooked up. They did basically like everything except for having sex. And I was going to word that differently, and I'm glad I said except for. I looked at Alex for confirmation, and he didn't know what I'm alluding to. So maybe I'm just a pervert. Um, They did everything except for having sex. And since they were both like so drunk, there were questions raised by producers on the um, on the crew whether or not Corinne was able to properly consent to what happened. And as the week went on, there were so many reports on like how drunk Corinne was or reports that she was falling over and she was blackout drunk and she was having to be held up and walked over to her room and was basically asleep the whole time and was just like out of her mind did not know what was happening to her there were also a ton of like reports on the other hand of that saying she was definitely the aggressor in the situation it was definitely consensual she was with it all day long and so basically there was a third party claim um made by one of the producers on the show um and the claim was for sexual misconduct so this producer at first like the story was really hazy saying that she claimed that she witnessed um some sexual misconduct happening she was really worried about corinne not being able to consent turns out that the producer that actually filed the claim never really witnessed the incident she just kind of heard it secondhand through corinne long story short Production had to stop, and they pulled everybody out of Mexico. They took them to Houston for a little bit, and then they just sent them home while Warner Brothers, who is owned by ABC, or ABC, Warner Brothers owns ABC. Anyway, they wanted to do, like, a full-fledged investigation because if there's, like, any allegation of sexual assault or misconduct, luckily, like, they take that stuff very seriously. Um... And they wanted to get, like, some answers really quickly. So, after about a week and a million different statements and um, different points of view on the situation, I think that my opinion on this matter has evolved so many times. In the beginning, when all this news was coming out, I was thinking... Uh, okay, something, like, really serious must have happened because, like, what did this producer expect to have happened? Because in the beginning, it sounded like this producer just, like, witnessed something sexual happening and then she, like, felt uncomfortable and, like, didn't want to see it anymore. So she, like, filed this claim and then the show got shut down. And I think that was everyone's reaction at first. Everyone was like, um, did this girl know what show she was signing up for? But... She, um, as, like, the story, like, grew and evolved, then it went from, like, kind of laughable to, like, super scary super quickly. Again, some of the allegations, um, about the misconduct that happened were truly, like, disgusting and gross and really scary. 
it was a really scary picture that was being painted. The picture that was being painted, at least to us as like viewers and fans, was that Corinne was like out of her mind wasted and like as was DeMario. No one was really blaming DeMario in this situation. Um, but the blame was going to the producers that watched this happen because in this scenario there would have been at least like 10 to 15 people around watching this happen so if the reports that were coming out that were really scary were true that meant that there were 10 to 15 people cameramen soundmen producers um like handlers cast members like fellow bachelor in paradise cast members all like standing around standing idly by as this young woman was assaulted um and so like the picture that was coming out was like really scary but then as the week went on there were more statements that came out saying that like nothing really like that stuff definitely did happen and then it turns out that Corinne actually had a boyfriend back home and she was really good friends with the producer that made the report and then there were all these claims that Corinne was just feeling guilty about her boyfriend back home and she told her boyfriend that she wasn't going to hit on anybody um, or hook up with anyone in Bachelor in Paradise. She was just going to be there for a couple nights until she got sent home. And then that was going to, like, make her more popular. And then she was getting the next um, spinoff show, Bachelor spinoff show on Freeform, like Ben and Lauren and the twins did. So after a week and a ton of different stories and a ton of different points of view, um... Warner Brothers concluded their investigation today and they announced that after reviewing the tapes and listening to firsthand accounts from everybody involved and working with the local authorities down in Mexico, they were able to determine that there was no sexual misconduct um, and nothing of that nature had taken place. And they believed that whatever happened was safe and consensual and whatever so here's my opinion of what happened so to me i think that there's two scenarios the first scenario would be is that um the producers and i'm being careful right now to say that it was the producers that filed the claim because it turned out that two producers made the claim against Warner Brothers saying that misconduct had happened. Um, I'm being careful not to say that Corinne made those claims, but one of two things happened in my opinion. One is those producers were telling the truth. Something serious did happen. And if that's the case, my heart is broken. Like that is so sad. I can't imagine having to go through something as traumatic as a sexual assault and then having no one believe you. I kept on thinking, especially when like the really bad reports were coming out. I kept thinking as I'd like read internet comments and everyone would be like, Oh, Corinne is such a slut. She brought this on herself. Anyone that watched next season knows that she's so sexually aggressive and blah, 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 blah. Her, she was just being, like, drugged through the mud, and I kept thinking, like, if any of these, like, allegations are true, how horrible is it that this girl not only has to deal with what happened to her, but also has to deal with, like, all this backlash, and I kept wondering if that backlash would happen if it was, like, 
Raven that this happened to or Amanda or like Christina, like any of like the sweethearts of the show that haven't had um, kind of the same edit on the show, like based on their behavior and stuff, but same edit on the show as like a sexual being. I really think that we'd be dealing with a different story if it was someone that didn't have like the sexual edit on her season of The Bachelor. So I hope to goodness that like Warner Brothers investigation was accurate and that there's like that there was no sexual misconduct and I hope that no one is being like paid off in any way to like stay silent. And here's the thing. Although Corinne did make a statement calling herself a victim, the statement was very vague. The statement was her saying, I am a victim in this situation. I am reviewing the tapes and trying to figure out what happened that night. Obviously, something had to have happened or else production wouldn't have gotten shut down. It sounded like Corinne was never really sure of what had happened either. And it's important to remember that Corinne was not the one that made this claim. So, I don't really know. I I hope that, like, everyone was being honest when they made whatever claims and statements and stuff that they did. So, I think either something like that happened where um, there was some something bad that had happened and then people are being paid off now or I'm going to play the devil's advocate for a second and I really don't want this to sound like victim shaming at all and I don't think in this situation it would be victim shaming but just stick with me here and I realize I'm definitely playing devil's advocate and I realize that Alex is definitely falling asleep as I talk about all this stuff I am so sorry but you need to Alex, this is so important. I know that you've been at work all day, and I know that it's, like, hot as Hades outside. You need to wake up because we're only scratching the surface. Oh, this is no. the tip of the iceberg. Can be up all night <laughs> chatting. Chatting. Um, anyway, play, me playing devil's advocate thinks that this these allegations could be made up based on the fact that, one, Corinne does have a boyfriend and she went on the show where the premise is to get engaged. If she had gone on like the bachelor with like a boyfriend back home, like that wouldn't have flown. Right. And yes, there are a lot of girls that are going on bachelor in paradise this season that do allegedly have boyfriends back home. Um, so no one's intentions are really that pure, but if anyone goes on bachelor in paradise, like really like, Oh, I'm going to find the one like, mm. Everyone just knows what the show is about. They take it a lot less seriously. I don't care if I see spoilers about Bachelor in Paradise. But so anyway, Corinne went down to to Paradise, even though she had a boyfriend. And what I'm assuming, what most people online are assuming is that Corinne went too far with Demario and the three other guys that she hooked up with that day, allegedly. Three guys? Um, yeah. Other guys? Yeah, they're saying that she hooked up with Derek Peth, Jack Stone, and um what's what's his other name? It wasn't Robbie. I can't remember the other one. But know that Demario was like the fourth guy that she hooked up with on day one. 
Um, she, and it's also important to remember that, so not only does she have a boyfriend, but the producer that filed this claim is her best friend. They have been all over social media, like, all together ever since Nick's season ended. Because this producer was Corinne's producer on the show. Um, it's also important to remember that the producers that made this claim were not actual eyewitnesses. They didn't see this happening. All they heard was Corinne's account of what had happened. And then they filed the claim. So it really does fit the narrative that the show can now run with saying Corinne did something that she regretted, said, uh, I was so drunk. I wouldn't have done it if I was so drunk. I was so drunk. I don't even remember what happened. Those producers felt uncomfortable. They made the report. There's all these claims like on like reality Steve and stuff, which is by the way, not a website that I normally read because I don't like spoilers, but with this, like I needed like all the info I could get. Um, there was claims on reality Steve that those producers were wishing that they could even take it all back. Like, they wish that they had never made the claim because they didn't think that it would boil up to, like, what it did. Um, but, yeah, so one of those two things happened. And let's just hope that Warner Brothers' investigation was good and thorough and the truth came out. And now we get Bachelor in Paradise for the summer. And what that means for the – what all this means for the show now, I don't really know. I believe that alcohol will not be playing such a big role in Bachelor in Paradise this summer. I think that, yes, it will be constantly present. Um, I know that Wells is going to be going down there as the bartender instead of Jorge this season, which is amazing. Yeah, isn't that incredible? No, Jorge's the best part of the show. Jorge will be there for night one, and then he, like, retires, and they're going to do, like, a retirement party for him, and then Wells comes in. Wells is Not the best part of, of last this. season. Not a fan of this change. I am. You'll file a complaint. You'll file a complaint. Yes. But you didn't even witness it. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Touche. Um, anyway, I definitely think that alcohol will not play as big of a role in the season as it has in the past. I think that the producers will cut people off more or they'll let people get drunk, but they won't really show the consumption of alcohol as much. Um, and also this means that, so Bachelor in Paradise films over the span of 18 days. That's how long they have the resort for. But now in order to meet ABC's deadlines for like editing and everything, cause this show is supposed to start airing on August 4th. What they're going to have to do is they're going to have to shrink this filming from 18 days down to 14 days. And that's like even more crazy to me like it's it's gonna be a really interesting season and i don't know what they're gonna end up doing with corinne and demario um i don't know what they're gonna end up doing with both of them if they're gonna be like allowed back on the show i think it would be too weird but also they can't just throw away their couple days worth of footage although the incident happened on the first day the show didn't get shut down until four days into production so they have four days of footage with corinne and demario in it and they can't just shut that down. So, you know, I don't know. I feel like they'll probably send Corinne home right away. And then hopefully DeMario will be able to stay for a little bit. Because really, he did no wrong in the situation. And I feel like he, as long as, not, 
no like actual sexual misconduct happened i feel like demario is the victim because he lost his real life job his name has been dragged through the mud and no matter what kind of damage control they do his name will always be linked to a sexual assault which is a big bummer um bummer is an understatement yeah he got fired from his job he worked at like a casting agency in la and he lost his job isn't that crazy yeah so i don't know exactly what it means for the show now and then there's also one last thing to consider is all the cast members so they were down there for four days relationships have started to happen so we have about a week and a half i think filming resumes like tomorrow down in mexico but we've had like a week and a half where all those cast members have been like talking to each other and even like hanging out in real life and like tweeting each other like it's been playing out for all of us on social media that they're all like hanging out and stuff still so that will be really weird for them on bachelor in paradise where we have four days of footage where they're just getting to know each other and then about a week and a half where they've been hanging out and then they just go back onto the show and pretend like they've only known each other for a couple of days or like, that could be entertaining. yeah. Or like how much are they going to acknowledge that something know. happened? Like, Amnesia. so, so I think that this is going to be a really, um, just kind of like interesting show to like, see how like it all plays out like with the scandal. ABC has announced that they're not going to show any of the footage of Demario and Corinne, which I think is smart. What a um, and I do think that there will be, I mean, not like a ton more people, but I think a lot more people that will watch this season after all this like news has happened just to see like how they're going to handle it and like what really goes down on this show. And also ABC hasn't lost any advertisers in this process, which is, I think, important to mention. So no one has been like turned off of the show, I'd say. All right. Alex, do you have any opinions? What do you think happened? I think it's all a ploy set up. You think it's a publicity stunt? <laughs> publicity stunt. Poorly run. Alex, I love you dearly, but if you think that this is all a publicity stunt, you are an idiot. Why on earth? This is something that's like been irking me. I've been seeing a lot of people on like comments, and <laughs> now you got me going again. Right when we were going to go back into the recap. I've been seeing a lot of people in comments and on Twitter and stuff saying like, oh, this is just a publicity stunt that ABC did. Why on God's green earth would anybody want their show to be associated with sexual assault? That's not good publicity. A show that's supposed to be about love and alcohol and like partying and stuff. In today's PC culture, and just like ABC is, believe it or not, it's still a family network. Why on earth wow. would they ever want it's owned by Disney. True. Like, why on earth would they ever want to be associated with sexual assault? Okay. It is not a publicity I stunt. Get your point. They've lost so much money doing this. They had to fly 200 people. The crew is 200 people big with, like, the cast and crew and, like, all the sound guys, the handlers, everybody that they had to, like, bring down, medics, everything like that. They had to fly down 200 people. Fly them back up to Houston, fly them home, fly them back to Houston, and then fly them back to Paradise, and then eventually fly them back home. Okay. This is not a publicity stunt. Very expensive publicity stunt. <laughs> no. My goodness, I get out of my you house. <laughs> You're done. All right, we are about 30 minutes into this. <laughs> so I'm just going to run through the Bachelor recap. Um, 
And Alex actually watched most of this episode too, so he'll have some thoughts. So I'm just, I'm going to breeze through this and I'm not going to be as thorough as I normally am because it's almost midnight and you know what? My baby's probably going to wake up soon to be fed and we need to sleep. So we're just going to go through this. Um, anyway, so the episode left off, uh, picks up where it left off two weeks ago and I could hardly remember what even happened two weeks ago and as someone who devotes way too much time to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, that's like really saying something that I didn't even remember what happened like two weeks ago. Just like, I don't know if it's because of all the Bachelor in Paradise drama or just like the really weird pacing of the show because they keep on doing those stupid cliffhangers at the end of every episode and we can't see like the rose ceremony. It just throws off the whole rhythm. So when they started the, um, when they started the episode... With, like, Lee and Eric fighting. I'm like, wait, why are they fighting? I know that Lee is a piece of garbage, but why are they fighting again? Okay, yeah, Lee was, like, gossiping about Eric for no reason. Okay. All right, so that's where we were at. Lee was being a gossip queen about Eric. Um, and so they kind of, like, resolve that fight, like, rather quickly. And Eric is like, all right, well, keep my name out of your mouth. And then we just, like, won't have a problem anymore. So Lee like quickly shifts his focus over to Kenny and Kenny is just just like it seems like such a weird fit unless it is something that is racially driven by Lee, which is something that we'll get into a little bit. Um, and we got into it on last episode, but Lee is really starting to show his true colors here. He um, shifts his gears over to Kenny, who is just so lovable and so kind and yes like Rachel is not really like vibing on Kenny like Kenny will definitely go home soon no matter what happens on the next episode but she at least like enjoys his company and he's been given like a really good edit on the show so far but so Rachel and Kenny are just sitting down talking then Lee comes over and Lee's like Lee who has already spoken to Rachel that night Lee's like hey Kenny I want to talk to Rachel again and Kenny's like um can I have one minute so then Lee hovers over them and counts down on his fingers, like down from 60. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. And says, you have 60 seconds. And then, he, like, the whole thing is just, like, really awkward. So then Kenny goes inside and he's, like, super fired up, like, as anybody would be. That doesn't mean that you have a big personality flaw if you're mad that you just got interrupted while you're talking to somebody that you're into. It means that you're a human being. So Lee... Um, cuts in and talks to Rachel and I'm like honestly just getting more uncomfortable by the minute like as it goes on it's like it Lee is just such a slime ball like it's just so gross and it's becoming more apparent to everybody in the house that like they all know it as well when Lee like walks in you can like kind of start to notice that everyone that's not like Iggy basically like kind of try to like dissipate like out of the area like they do not want to be in there with them and dean comes out in uh one of his interviews uh like when one of his like in the moment interviews and he goes yeah it looks like lee tends to pick fights with people that are not like people that he sees every day 
And then a producer says, what do you mean by that? And Dean like deadpans to the camera and goes, you know exactly what I mean by that. His intolerance is showing like it is just like super clear to everyone. And Lee's just so gross. I know that I'm like out of chronological order here, but I mean, obviously like you guys have all watched the episode. So just really my thought is just Lee is a disgusting slime ball. The fact that ABC brought him on is honestly gross. There are some times where I really do, like, question ABC. Like, like last year with Chad, where I was like, wow, this guy's definitely violent. He shouldn't have been on The Bachelorette, but maybe they didn't really know him, like, who he'd really be. But then when they brought him on Bachelor in Paradise and they had, like, him throwing lace around and, like, that whole, like, horrible situation. And it just... Like, why ABC will put, like, these women in those situations is disgusting to me. And it's the same thing with Lee. It's, like, why... They knew that Lee was a racist. They had seen Lee's Twitter. They had seen Lee's racist tweets. They reached out to him. Lee didn't even apply for the show. In an interview that Lee did with, like, GQ or... Some magazine that was, like, surprised that interviewed Lee... They said, how did you apply to the show? And he said, oh, I didn't apply. They just reached out to me on social media, on Facebook. And, like, it's the same social media where he is, like, bad-mouthing, like, Muslim people and the NAACP and, like, just black people in general. And it's, it's all, it's disgusting, honestly. And the fact that they brought him to date the first black bachelorette is gross, but also it makes me wonder, like, why is he there? Like, unless he's been promised, like, something in return or unless, like, he's, like, really just, like, looking for fame. Why does he want to date a black person? Like, if he's, like, such a racist and stuff, like, why? It doesn't make sense. But at some point, tensions, like, rise between Kenny and Lee as they should. And Kenny is really mad. Kenny's really mad that Lee interrupted him and took that time away from Rachel. And Lee's like, whoa, why are you being so aggressive? And Kenny's like, I'm not aggressive. I'm upset. Why did you do this to me? And then Lee's like, whoa, you're going to have to need, you're going to need to sit down. Like you are too much. And like Kenny's like getting really mad and he's yelling, but Lee is totally just like, he's causing problems and then he's making it look like the other people are the bad guys and the ones with the problems. Um, and it's just, it's really gro gross to watch. And at some point in the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, Rachel like breaks down. And the editing definitely left some stuff out on the cutting room floor. It makes it look like she's just really upset about Kenny and Lee fighting. But like my theory on Rachel's breakdown was that they probably begged her to keep Lee and Rachel knew that she was going to have to be the one to deal with the consequences because Rachel was saying as the first black bachelorette, I know what people are going to say about me. I know what people are going to react to and I'm the one that's going to have to deal with it. And Rachel goes on to say like, you don't know how hard it is to be in this position. And then the producer says, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how hard it is. And Rachel's like, but I'm the one that's going to have to deal with it. I'm the one that's going to have to deal with these decisions. So it definitely sounded like 
based on like how upset she was and I mean like the words that she was using that she wasn't just crying about Lee and Kenny which is what we were led to believe she was definitely coerced into keeping Lee that's my opinion um and it's also apparent uh, based on Rachel's Twitter last night that she does not like or respect Lee nor should she but one of the old contestants on Ben's season of The Bachelor Leah, remember that, like, snake that lied to Ben, like, straight up about Lauren? Do you remember that? In the Bahamas? After Olivia got kicked off? Um, Leah, like, tweeted something, like, kind of... I didn't think it was, like, horrible, honestly, but it was definitely, like, in poor taste. And it was, like, pretty racially charged. And Rachel tweeted back and said, sounds like you and Lee would be great friends or something. So she clearly doesn't respect or like Lee. Um, but anyway, so then Chris Harrison comes in and gives this like really weird speech to all the men and says, all right, guys, Rachel has decided that she has heard enough and we're just going to move right into the rose ceremony. And I'm like, well, the cocktail party has been going on for, like, a couple hours. Like, that's what happens every time. I don't know why they're trying to put it off. Like, Rachel made this decision to end the cocktail party early. Anyway, it's very predictable. She keeps Kenny. She keeps Lee. She keeps Iggy. She keeps all the drama makers. Wait, I thought Iggy went home. No, he no. didn't. Unfortunately, but we'll get into Iggy in a minute. Anyway, Diggy gets sent home, and somebody else does too. Oh, the guy with the elf ears, Bryce. <laughs> um, they both get sent home, and it's a sad day for Diggy. He was he was really fun. Poor elves. Poor elves. The guy, like, literally, I mean, this in the kindest way possible, looked like he was from the troll movie. But he was a nice guy. He just, like, looked like a troll. It's fine. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. I would be very offended if someone called me an elf or a troll. Unless they were talking about how tiny I was. I, I would I would like to be called tiny. Like, oh, you're very tr- troll and elf-like in stature. <laughs> I don't know. Not stature. I don't want to be really short. I just want to be skinny. But that's a different podcast for a different day. Um... Anyway, so then they go to South Carolina, which is not something that they had announced previously. Normally, they have the clip of the Bachelorette going, "We're going to South Carolina. Awesome. It's a perfect place to fall in love." This time, they're just like cut to South Carolina, and then Rachel's like, "We're in South Carolina. I could fall in love in South Carolina." <laughs> um, but so we get a one-on-one date with Dean, who I have decided that I am in love with. I'm sorry, Alex. Excuse me. I can't apologize for how I feel. I am in love with Dean, and I'm in love with Peter. I'll stay married to you. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, like, try to slide into their DMs or anything, but just they hold a piece of my heart for the next six weeks. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. Deal with it. But also, never feel this way about anyone else, okay? Please. (laughs) It would break me. Perfect. (laughs) It's like a really good deal for me, right? But not for you. Um, 
But yeah, anyway, everything about that date was so perfect. They went on a blimp. Did you see that part? I did see that I part. I can't remember actually. if you were in the room. That that part did actually look pretty fun to me. So You would never go on a blimp. You do not like heights. I don't like heights, but I feel like I would go on a blimp. But you know that blimps are made with helium? I know they used to be made with hydrogen. That's real cool. But do yeah. you know that they're currently made with helium? I did not know that. But it makes sense. Less uh, combustible. I don't understand the purpose of a blimp. Why not just get a plane? Before they built planes, they had blimps. How far could you travel with a blimp? Well, I don't know. Did they have helium back in the day? Uh, How yeah. do you harvest helium? Good question. I'm not quite sure, but I did hear... Is it made in a lab? I did hear there's a shortage. A helium shortage? Yeah. It's all those girls on... It's all those girls on Instagram getting the um, number or letter balloons. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That's definitely what's led to the helium shortage. All the Instagram hotties. That is another... With the 22 number balloons. Yes. With the caption, they have the two gold 22 balloons filled with helium behind them. They're holding the strings and they have their hip out and like their hair is like slightly like askew. And then the caption says, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22 with the winky emoji. That's it. That is. Taking all our finite helium. I'm making fun now, but I have to admit I was seriously bummed that on my 22nd birthday this year that I did not have that picture. But also I'd given birth like a month before that and I definitely wasn't feeling good about being in any pics. (laughs) So especially full body ones. So I probably didn't want it anyway. We'll do on my 23rd. Right? You'll get me the Instagram balloons. Everyone loves you when you're 23. Thanks, babe. Thanks for the Blink-182 reference. That's what the podcast needed. Anyway, the one-on-one date with Dean was great. Um, Everything was perfect. And I feel like we're finally starting to get into the nitty-gritty of The Bachelorette. Finally, after like all these episodes and stuff. And I say all these episodes when this was really only episode four. I feel like this season has dragged on so long between like all the to be continued and like the break and everything that's been happening but just it seemed like it was time for some romantic substance and although that we had a really good date with peter and rachel in the beginning of the season it just um i don't know like i i've been wanting something more like yes she like makes out with brian every episode and yes there's always like something good with peter this just was like finally a really really good date and yeah it was really good and the they're like one-on-one time where he talked about his mother's death was like so sad and I was aside from that I was totally cheesing the whole date and you know what I'm just gonna say it this might be a little controversial but I think that he's got the next bachelor written all over him I think that he's getting such a good edit. I think that he is getting so much airtime. I know that Rachel's probably not going to pick him. I think he'll definitely make it to top three or top four, but I don't think that Rachel's going to pick him. Who's that? I want to write it down to see if you're right. Dean. Dean. Hmm. Yeah. 
So, like, the only problem, which people online are saying, like, you're not a feminist if you think that this is a problem. But, you know, it is kind of a problem based on, like, their lifestyle. That's why I'm going to point this out. But Rachel is 32 and he's 25. That's what leads me to believe that this isn't going to work out. Not just based on age, but based on life experience and lifestyle. Rachel is an attorney. Dean is... I don't even know what he does, but I just know that he, like, lives in Venice Beach and, like, has, like, his roommates and he, like, surfs every day and stuff. Hmm. Like, he's a super, super cool guy, but... It says it's a difference in where they're at in life right now. Okay. Um... But yeah, so my prediction is that he will be the next Bachelor or Peter will be the next Bachelor if Peter doesn't take this thing home. Um, I know that they really wanted a like a person of color to be the Bachelor next season. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think that we had good potential. But um, I don't think any of the guys are going to make it far enough on Rachel's season based on who they're showing us in edits and stuff right now. Um, no one's getting that much screen time if it's not attached to drama. So I don't think that they're going to make it that far. Like, I don't see any big, like, love connection with anyone that would be The Bachelor. So we're not going to get a black Bachelor. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to happen this season. Maybe next season. But that's okay. All that matters is getting the best Bachelor. It doesn't matter, like, what, like, ethnicity they are whatever we just want the best one i don't care who they look like rachel was the best pick this season so that's why she's a great bachelorette anyway group date time not gonna spend a lot of time on it i just want to say i loved it the spelling bee would be my worst nightmare i am nothing without autocorrect i think you discredit yourself though me and alex play scrabble probably two times a week And I normally win, but would I win if I didn't have my phone to Google things? I would not win. Not saying that I Google, like, cheats. I just, like, I come up with words and then I have to Google, is this how I spell this word? Most of the time it's not. Um, So I'm not good at spelling. But I loved the date. Um, I'm just looking through my notes right here. Nothing really to report. I would have failed at the spelling thing. Oh, I'm still in love with Peter, even when he raps. Um, the spelling bee was yeah, fun. Wait, was he the one that rapped? He was um, the white guy that was, rapped. Oh, was there a black guy that rapped? Yeah. So he rapped one and then Kenny terrible. rapped. One was really awful. It was really, it was Peter, the one that was awful. Oh, okay. Um, awfully good looking. <laughs> Anyway, um, later on that night, Peter and Rachel discussed where they're going to live. And it's like so early, but I'm like totally living for it. Peter and Rachel forever. I don't see him not winning this thing, but if he doesn't, then he's the next Bachelor. Um, Just to tie things up because we've gone on way too long. Uh, At the group date cocktail party, tensions are rising yet again with Lee and Josiah. Lee has now shifted his focus to being mean to Josiah. This is so annoying. I know. It's totally artificial. It's like, it's so annoying where I don't even like think I need to go over it. Like, how many times can I say Lee is like a racist snake? Like, Kenny put it perfectly earlier in the episode. He said, 
Lee is an alternative facts piece of garbage. And I I agree with that. But who also is a piece of garbage is Iggy. Someone that I really was rooting for in the beginning because he looks like my nephew who also goes by the name Iggy. Um, but Iggy, I had an epiphany. Iggy is Gretchen Wieners. He is the Gretchen Wieners of this season. And Alex, somehow I've been married to him for almost two years, but he's never seen Mean Girls. What's he's just kind of, what's a Gretchen Wieners? Those are words that just came out of my husband's mouth. Gretchen Wieners is from Mean Girls. And she's like the gossipy one that like likes to stir the pot. Mm. Like she, okay. she's never really like um, the center of drama, but she happens to be like in the middle of all the drama. Okay. Um, I know people so, like so that's how Iggy is. So Iggy, this is the second time that he's done this where he like goes to Rachel, gossips, and then goes back to the guys and like, gotta say just gossip to Rachel about you. You're, or just talk to Rachel and your name came up. <laughs> so that's what he did to Josiah. Iggy made some decision at some point that uh, I don't think that Josiah's uh, intentions are very pure for being here. So I'm going to go warn Rachel. And he's basing that off of the fact that Josiah won the spelling bee and like, was having a good time after and was like very... like Like Josiah is like a ham for the cameras, but... We don't know his true intentions for being there. Um, but so Iggy went to Rachel and was like, Rachel, Josiah's not here for the right reasons. And then Rachel's like, really? Why would you say that? And he just goes, uh, who he is around you and when the cameras are on is very different than when he's not around the cameras. And Josiah's like, uh, or, and then Rachel's like, uh, okay. And then Iggy goes back to, like, a whole group and goes, Hey, Josiah, just talked to Rachel. Gotta admit, your name came up. And Josiah's like, why did my name come up? And he goes, I told her that I don't think that you're here for the right reasons. And Josiah's like, why didn't you talk to me about that? So it's just, like, this whole cycle. Iggy does this over and over and over again. And here's why he does it. It's because Iggy knows that he's on his way out. He is trying to get on Paradise so hard. And he knows that the only way to do that is to just be a gossip. Um... He knows that that's his only shot. Is he needs to get on the camera. He needs more airtime, and then that's what will get him on Bachelor in Paradise. Anyway, so the show ends. They resurrect the Lee and Kenny drama. I'm too exhausted to even get into it. Just know it's the same stuff, different day. Lee is garbage, and I'm really sad that Kenny's getting dragged into it. And it looks like with our preview that we're going to get next week, which is um, a two-episode special. So there will be Bachelor on Monday, then Bachelor on Tuesday. Oh, no. What could be better? Oh, no. Dream come true. No, no, no. <laughs> um, looks like they're going to get the two-on-one, and then Jack Stone is going to get a one-on-one. Um, I am not excited to see the Lee and Kenny two-on-one. I think it is gross, and I... Just want to take a moment and say shame on ABC for doing this. This isn't entertaining. This is gross to watch. Never mind. Don't worry about it. I don't know. I know that like I watch on ABC channel. I don't watch on Time Warner channel. Okay. Blame it on ABC. 
Okay. Last time we're going to Disney. Okay, never mind. Go on. <laughs> I, I will not protest ABC in that manner. I will definitely go to Disneyland still, no matter what happens. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're at. And I just want to leave us with our my pick for top four. And nothing has really changed. My number one pick is Peter. My number two pick is Brian, who, again, I haven't really warmed up to. His whole speech at one of the cocktail parties with Rachel where he goes, I feel so vulnerable with you. I really feel like myself. He just seems so serious and so, like, he seems like someone that's watched the show many times and he knows how to play the game and he's playing the game. But I do. Gotta know how to play the game. <laughs> you gotta know how to play the game, but you gotta know how to not look like you're playing the game. Uh, that was Daniel L's <laughs> downfall last I've never, season. I've never thought of that. You gotta, you gotta be coy, you know. Okay. Um, you gotta have a good poker face on. But anyway, I'm not completely sold on Brian, but it seems like Rachel is. So, I support her. Whatever, just whatever they do, please don't make him the Bachelor next. I cannot. I wouldn't be able to take it. My my little heart. No way. Um, my third pick is Dean. And then my fourth pick is a three-way tie. And I promise that this will be my last week doing three-way tie for fourth. Because hopefully I will just be able to pick between the three of them. But just no one's really getting that much airtime. And no one's edit is like really amazing lately. So... I don't know, but I think that my fourth pick will either be Alex or Will or Eric. So one of those four. And yeah, I think that's about it. That is all I have for the I Just Want to Chat podcast for tonight. I just want to thank Alex so much for staying up late with me and recording this podcast. Do you have anything that you would like to say, Ad? Do you like to tell people how cool your wife is? My wife is so cool. Do you want to give us Even one random science fact? Let's see. One random science factoid. Um, to I sign us off for the night? I feel like we already talked about the helium one. That was pretty good. Um, that it's there's a shortage. Um, yeah. 115 degrees doesn't feel as hot when the sun's down as when the sun's up. So there's that. <laughs> that is a science Figure fact. Figure that one out. Riddle me this. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. And this is Alex. And this is Alex Art. Signing <laughs> <Yes>. off. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>